Right, folks, um, before we start this week, just um, a moment to reflect on some pretty sad news we heard over the last couple of weeks about Samuel, um, the guitarist from, from Dytro, passing away. Um, not much to say other than love to the Dytro boys, um, respect to, to, to Samuel. Everyone, here we go. It's episode. Is that too loud, Finny? That's too loud. That's nice. I like that. Nah, that bang. Okay. Right, we'll try it a bit quieter. Let's just move. stand back a bit and do it. That's going to be funny if you just get down. Right, we'll just yes. walk. <laughs> <laughs> You're just going to storm in. Yes! <laughs> here we go. Episode 16. This is Scrams Jams. A Screamo podcast. Um, my name is Tam. I I am joined as ever by David Douglas McClizzle. How you doing, my man? Fuck you, old man. Old sick man. What? If you're coming in here like Vince McScrams, <laughs> you're strutting into this room. <laughs> Trying something new this week. And uh, Mark yeah, Furry. What's happening, man? This is. This is Scrams Jams, let's do this. Scrams Jams, episode 16, up in this, and um, this week is Dave's pick. Dave, you can tell um, the three people who are listening <laughs> what we're talking about this week. This week, we're doing a bit something a bit spicy. Well, it's German, so it's a bit pickled, not spicy. Not with the, in immediately with the stereotypes. But this week, we're doing... It's been ages thinking about it. something that I've wanted to do for the very, very start of this podcast, but hadn't quite figured out how to do it. So we're doing, it's Two Splits by the band, um, or the songs from Two Splits by the band Louise Cypher from Germany. And specifically, we're going to be doing what I'm calling the Punishment Park Splits, which is the songs for, their songs from the uh, Louise, sorry, the Lacoyette Split, and the songs from the Shikari split, um, <clears throat> which together they all, I'm sure they're all recorded at the same time. They all sample the same film, Punishment Park from 1971. So therefore, yep. in my eyes, not only is this like, this is, I'm calling them the Punishment Park splits, but I also, by the way, feel that if they just put these two things together in one 10 inch, their own songs, it would have been up there with the greatest scrams releases ever put out there. So Dave's in there, Aye. early doors, expressing his love for, let's, first of all, um, I've called him Louis Cypher. Is it L- Louise? Louise Cypher? Louis Cypher? Louise. Louise? Louise? Is that what? Like Louis? I've, I've called him Louis Cypher forever. King Louis. Big Louis. <laughs> Louis. So it's Louise, like Louise. Like a, a lassie from West Central Scotland. Aye. Louise. Louise. Wee Louise. Your mad cousin Louise. Wee, wee Louise. Get her <laughs> off those rocks. Oh, Louise that used to work at Shad. Louise, that wee bud for the chippy. Oh, right, yeah. Louise. Cypher. <laughs> My cousin's wee pal. Louise. <laughs> you know Aye, Louise. Louise Cider. 
<laughs> she worked, no, she fucking the, loves the cider, she man. She worked at Top Glass in the village. She might have had a, she might have worked at the Red Triangle part time as well, but that's obviously a different story. It's shut now. <laughs> so the um, right, so something a bit new. Um, basically, songs off of two splits. We think we're recorded at the same time. Where can you hear these songs? Because this is what I would be wanting to know if I was listening to this. Jesus. Well, the main the main place you can hear them online is the Bandcamp. Um, so if you just type in Bandcamp Louis Cipher discography, it's the last the last ten songs. So it's songs twenty to thirty, um, right. and that's that's the main place you can find them. I also okay. find them on YouTube and stuff like that. Aye, but I'm just going to put a big shout out right now early that if you really want them, you should down you should buy the. Real actual release. There's tapes, and there's a there's a twelve inch of their discography on uh, React with Protest because yep. it's an absolute legend of a release. Aye. It's such a cool record. It uh, that uh, they put out just last year came out during the whole mad COVID lockdown situation, but the whole record, the whole thing is just an an absolute like piece of work. It's tremendous. The inlay, the record itself, all the songs are amazing. So I would recommend you went and ordered that for React. It's like a Scram's selection box <laughs> of just delicious little. We know it's a wee Scram's buffet, isn't it? Aye. Of these songs that will absolutely punch your skull in. <clears throat> the day punch your skull in. Aye. That's a good, a good description. I'm glad we, glad we got to that early. So, we're doing it. We're doing it, aye. It says on the record, by the way, Louise Cipher. And the discography, 2000 to 2020, so I'm assuming they haven't actually, like... I read that, that they, haven't, they, haven't, they haven't broke up, no. But they've just not been able to Sweet Mary get together and make anything else. So, hopefully they do. Maybe they should get their German asses together in a room and jam out. That's what they should do. That's what they should do. Absolutely. So, we, we, we are, we've met these guys, played a couple of shows with them. Back in when did we think two thousand six? Aye, we think two thousand six. They toured with with Rain. Rain, aye. Um, we, uh, we were lucky enough to play a couple of shows with them, and they were mind like absolutely mind blown. I remember oh, those days. Absolutely. Aye. I'm going to talk a wee bit more about specific specifically the the live performances, maybe later on if it comes up right, but <clears throat> and to- sound guys. Aye. Sound guys, absolutely. We got to play like a a night show in Edinburgh, and then the next day, a matinee show in Glasgow, which was a tremendous day. Out. Yeah, that matinee show I think came about because we, th- there had been an a, an evening slot booked at Stereo, but then they'd made an asset and they'd I think they'd booked in two two gigs, so they obviously just went right. Well, that wee shitty screamo show. Can can get it can get to fuck and whoever was putting on the show. I think it was Ashen Damage. Aye. Was it? They obviously um, pointed and said, "They look, they can't fight, so they, get them after." They can't fight. They're not going to spend it at the bar. So your options. <laughs> They're probably so, going to try and sneak in their own baby. So your options Aye. are: you don't play on Saturday, <laughs> or we will open up at two o'clock for you if you want. And we Aye. went. I let's do it two o'clock. 
What a show, man. A tremendous show. Aye, Aye, it was so good. Amazing show. I remember coming away from that, like, and I loved Rain, and I still love Rain, like, one of my favourite screamo bands. But I remember coming away from those two shows thinking, fucking, Louis Cypher are, are like, they, they were the most, they were the outstand. They were, weren't they? Like, I, I loved Rain, and I was buzzing for Rain, but Louis Cypher just fucking stole the show, didn't they? Aye. So let, let's just do this now, then. I was like, oh, we'll save all the big chat for the live gig later on, but what better time? Honest to God, I would say that seeing Louis Cipher play was an a, a game changer for for me, music musical taste, but uh, playing music as well. Seeing them live, I don't, I wasn't prepared. I heard them like way on some compilations, and I I don't know if I had. I think I had the I had the Lacoette split, but I didn't have the Shikari one. I just wasn't prepared for what I was watching. I couldn't believe how. Um, I can't believe how heavy and what they were what they were doing was just like a and the drummer especially watched him. I was going, this this guy's changed my whole perspective on how to how to drum in a band. And they were that I would say they were that important uh, for you have. In fairness, you have always like spoke about them all through the years, like in times when we've not been pure, you know, listening to scrams every single day. Like that's always been one you would come back to more than anybody else I would and I would genuinely say one of the best live bands I've, I've ever seen in my life that and uh, and both both shows Edinburgh I was like oh my god man I, I was really surprised by them but the Glasgow matinee show we is all pure crowded on the wee stage Aye. in stereo yeah and just being like it was amazing I'm to- totally like in one of the time one of the only shows like that where I was completely sober because remember I had to go back and go to work for like three hours after the show so I could then come back out at night. Yeah. So we played at like two o'clock. I went back to Glasgow. I uh, come on all day. I had to work for like two hours or something. I had to show face and work for something. I had to come back, and uh, I I couldn't believe how I couldn't believe how good they were. It was, was amazing. Incredible. Was that that was the day that we played the show and then we went to we went to Glasgow Green? Was it, no, where did we go? Kelvin Grove. Kelvin Grove. Grove. And we sat and we just had a a barbecue. We we ran and looked cipher. Look at amazing man. Yeah, give it a now. I can I think I ended up I came back to come and all with you and then came back in later on. Uh, so I missed that. I picked it was, up. A, it was a bit of drama, wasn't oh, it? Right. <laughs> I, I think we arrived as the drama was like fizzling out. So like I, I, if you can imagine I'd like um a bunch of so basically everyone from the gig went to this beautiful park in the West End of Glasgow, had a barbecue. So everyone's there just as you can imagine what that scenario would look like. It was a lovely sunny day. Um everyone's just get get beers, get a bit of barbecue on the go, and then a bunch of bams <laughs> appeared. Somebody gets spat on, there was a fight, and then... Oh, bo- bo- wine bottles flying about. Aye. People at what is going on I think the screamos. I think the screamos won the day, though. I think Aye. The, well, who, I think who, the, the bams get, a, get, get told where to go in uncertain terms. Who held the position in the park? It was probably Steve Carlin, wasn't it, really? Who, he probably started, actually. The bam, the, I bet there was just... See, now I think about it, it was probably just like a bunch of wee guys walking through our park and Steve started calling them scumbags. Scumbags, and then that was it. Anyway, you that Helly Hansen, you wee, you wee bastard. That was it. Start it. <laughs> a wee bastard. <laughs> <laughs> right, let's let's crack on here. Let's move on. Aye. We, have you got stuff to say before we get into the, the uh, tunage? No, let's, let's talk a wee bit about Louise Cypher, right? So uh, they were formed in 2000. In Cologne, and yes. they've not split up. 
Uh, and I believe that the so the member their members at least at the time their mem uh, their, their members when they eventually broke up basically for the longest time from two thousand and three to the end where Jan on drums Ben and Sven on guitar how awesome is that Ben and Sven or I don't know I'm I'm short it to Ben but maybe it's Benjamin and Sven but come on how is it no Ben and Sven Ben Sven Sven Ben <laughs> uh, Dal on bass and Marcel on vocals and again just to reiterate the point that they are all sound dudes they taught us some German words Stinkelpooper I, I believe is one of them Arschlock <laughs> uh, and Finney's going to tell us a wee bit about discography I could tell you this but before we do that what do those words mean I can't remember Stinkelpooper is there something not, is something not who's come on like really boring or something a Stinkelpooper is that I don't Stink. think it is. I don't think a stinkle pooper is actually what they what you think it is. Well, Arschloch is definitely asshole. <laughs> right. Okay, right. Okay, now we can move on to the discography. From the Arschloch. <laughs> right. So, <laughs> two thousand, um, they kick off with a demo, which is called uh, "Waiting for Inspiration," um, which is also on Bandcamp. It's fucking really good, man. It's like it sounds so raw. If you want to check that out, I really enjoyed that. Um, then 2001, um, they released uh, a seven-inch called Ven Veer Mansion. Um, 2002, they released a split with Apoplexy. Apox? How do you say that? Apoplexy Twist Apoplexy Orchestra. Apoplexy Twist Orchestra, which was released on a floppy disc, one song each. You right. Shit. Then they released another split with them, which was a ten-inch. That's the first thing I have of theirs. Putting something out in a floppy disk, man, that is that's, fucking scened out as nothing. Hipster scene shit, isn't it? Oh, yes. Um, then, 2005, we get to what we're talking about today. Uh, the first half of it, the Laquette split, which was on a 10-inch and also on a CD. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, 2005, uh, they released a split 7-inch with Shikari, um, which was the final release for Shikari as well. Um do you want to hear a bit more about Shikari? I'll, I'll, I'll go for it. Can, can, can I, can I say one thing about Shikari? I really struggle to say Shikari when not say, and not say Shakira. Shakira? Shakira! Shakira! Well, let me tell you a wee bit about Shikari, right? So Shikari began his career at FC Basel, winning honours, including <laughs> three Swiss Super Leagues before moving to Bayern Munich. And then he moved to Inter Milan in 2015... That's not right. He scored the best goal I've ever seen live for Stoke oh, City versus Everton man. Boxing Day 2017 or 18 or something. That's Unbelievable right. Shikari. He fucking he played, overhead kick? No, it was edge of the box. Absolute pinger. He done really well in that split though with Louis Cypher. Ah, yeah. Um, he's that a guy, was, he's that a, was probably his best work. And this and the whatever the dead men. EP is the one that goes ooh suck Satan's cock it's funny how he had such a good career in football as well I don't know how he can suck Satan's cock and score goals away away at Everton what a talented man a band anyway then 2020 they brought the discography I think there might have been another release of of the discography in a different format but I'm not really sure what that is it's on cassette so it's on they've got (coughs) what the hell are we we, 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 we,
So the discography's out on, uh, it was, uh, what do you call it? Aye. React with protest, but there was another, I thought it was CSP that put out the tapes, but I think I'm wrong. I don't think it is. But they're out on tape. If you want to buy the cassette tape, you can buy the cassette tape. But you should buy the record because it's lovely. It's very lovely. nice. We have it here. We're just... We've got it here. We've been, it. we've been pawing over it, haven't we? Last. A lot of work. I think they've got a pretty strong relationship with uh, Lars Ulbricht and I think it's Sabina Ulbricht as well from React with Protest, the record label, it seems. Did they put on They put on one of the fests in, in Europe? I can't remember exactly what one it is, but they've got a pretty strong relationship with them and it's written, mentioned a lot in the in some of the songs and the discography. Right, so that's really us then, I think we can move on to the move on to the songs. We can move directly to the tunage. Do you mm. want to do we talk about about punishment punishment park before we start or do yes. we just do it as we go? I let's uh, let's talk about the just an overview of what uh, it is. A wee overview. So like I guess so I guess the reason again the reason why these are we've kinda whatever labelled these the punishment park splits I'd imagine the band will be absolutely repulsed by that idea that we're like kind of grouping all their songs and calling them something that they never. But, <laughs> but it's our podcast and we can exactly. do whatever we want. I get the whole thing is I think they, I, I'm sure they were all recorded. It sounds like they were all recorded at the same time. And they, they're Aye. all really, for me, they're all like uh, almost timed around a lot of the samples like the first couple of songs and there's songs towards the end there's one song that's played over a sample it's not like they've just went let's just bang this sample on the end of that because it because it sounds all right they've obviously timed it like to start or end Aye. with these samples well do you know what i did i did think that like i, th- I thought they've just recorded this big bunch of songs they've given half to one split and half to the to the other until this week i'll say a wee bit more Aye. later on but i i, I, th- I don't think they were recorded at the same time. Yeah, and it's cool that they've done the splits, but my God, that that honestly, I, I genuinely think this would have been that would have been like many people's favourite record of many many times. Anyway, so the film itself is released in 1971, Punishment Park. We've all seen it. Aye, I I've watched I watched it this week. Seen it a couple of times. No, um, and it's kind of about like um, the. The film is released at the same time as things like the Chicago the Trial of the Chicago Seven. Aye, which and is a recent film on Netflix. Yeah, people met a lot of people might have seen that, but they probably wouldn't have seen this. Aye, so it's right at that, right at the end of like it's it's to it's like almost just just about after. Or sorry, it would have been filmed at the time when like the anti-Vietnam protests were at their peak when. Aye. Uh, when like the Black Panthers and stuff like that were being cracked down by the on the CIA, so there was a lot of like anti-establishment protest and the film's kind of about uh, people who get arrested for crime, like I guess they would call it sedition or um, thought crime or whatever. Basically if you're, a, if you're against the US government or you've voiced any protest, you get arrested they take you to this military trial in the middle of the desert it follows this like one group kind mm. of like of protesters who are arrested but there's people from like kind of all walks of life all brought to this tribunal and it's sort of Aye. like the the whole the start of the film is about these people being had their things being read out whatever their kind of supposed crimes are and then they're released into the park so they're offered what is it they're offered you can either so they can uh, they can either accept the 
the sentence of however many years in jail or they can uh, choose to go to Punishment Park. Yeah. Which is essentially they need to travel over this desert, which is fifty, 50 miles, miles within four days, which is obviously is impossible. impossible. And, um, and they're getting chased by the police at the same time. Aye. And if they get caught, if they resist arrest, they get shot. Aye. So they get told at the start they go they'll go back to prison and their sentence will be like just carried out as normal. Yeah. But actually, as it turns, well, spoiler alert, as it turns out in the film. Aye. There's a couple of kind of cool things about this this film, right? So the guy that directed it. Um, originally wrote the script but the script was meant to be like terrible so mm-hmm. eventually he said that apparently he gave like a lot of control of the script basically to the actors and said like Aye. just and a lot of them you were, can see were, that. were just Aye. like first time actors Aye. it wasn't like pure established folk P- Peter Watkins Peter I think Watkins that was that the name guy? he's a British guy oh is so, he? aye aye alright and he gets I think they gets, he gets slaughtered, slaughtered for it at the time it's nah. a pure good watch. They all thought it was a it's pure good. Mad it's been, it's, communist. Apparently, it's been never been shown in the, on TV in America. Really, aye. Aye. It's quite tense. It's it's got a lot like for a really low. I think it was made for something like seventy thousand dollars or some pure like, really tiny budget, even for the seventies. Uh, or they would have been maybe I don't know. It would have been the late sixties or something. They made it. I don't know. But a really low budget. But it's like for a low budget film that like most have never heard of before. It's like kind of tense to watch. It's really your, tense. You pure hate, you pure hate the guys for the police. The, the jurors and all that. Aye, they're the, all, aye. all them and there's like congressmen that's supposed to be. You just hate everybody. Um, because it's meant to be, it's like a, they describe it as a pseudo-drama, which is like a, it's it's based on reality, but it's obviously, it's not real. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So it's like, for instance, like, I don't know, if, well, you get like a, a, doc, a mockumentary like The Office, aye. but it's like, it's like, Meant to be real, but it's obviously not. Yeah. But this is like a serious aye. version of that. It's all on uh, like cam- like sort of camcorder aye. type, like like found footage stuff, like yeah. Blair Witch Project or aye. something like that. Like aye. it's meant to kind of meant to be real, but it's it's not real. Aye. Um, but the dialogue kind of based on what was happening at, at that time with the Vietnam War and all that as well. So aye. I don't know. I mean, I don't know who's so the script wise. I don't know who's said what or who's writ- wrote, written what. But we'll talk about this maybe later on when we get to the samples and the songs. But some of the dialogue and the and the bits in the tribunal scenes, the what the basically the bits that are sampled, are amazing. Though. Class and they pure so sound real. It sounds so real because I thought it was a before I'd seen the film and I can't remember who it was that said oh that's that film Punishment Park. I thought it was. I just thought it was real recordings of people talking. It sounds Aye. so legit. Aye. But anyway, great acting. Right, cool. That's well. That's kind of background on the film then. So, will we get cracking with the songs? Let's crack on. Right, cool. Um, Dave, I think you're up first then for this one. Let's do it. So, song number one is called Revolver, aka Shall und Rauch. Tell me, what is your philosophy of government? What do you believe in? I would take every single man that isn't in this country that's in a uniform in another country where he doesn't belong and bring him back home and take him out of his uniform and put him back in the world. I would take every single prisoner out of their cages and put him back in the world. I would take every single hungry person and feed him. I would take every single rich person and take away their money. I would take every single person that's sick and tired of working jobs like on the auto lines and things like that and just work for years and years for nothing and never getting ahead. Or people in colleges, I had to quit school because I got so fucking paranoid I could walk out of a classroom, be on my way to lunch and get killed just as easily as I was in the front line of a barricade in a demonstration. Die, 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 die. 
I guess so. Means smoke and dust, uh, and it's a wee bit of a take on I guess what would come out a gun, a revolver. It kind of talks about that in the in the song list. So the song in the and again I'm super lucky that the in the discography they've got the lyrics posted in German, so you can kind of translate them yourself. But they've also got kind of wee descriptions by I guess the vocalist of what he believe what he what the songs are about. So it kind of says that the description uh, basically says that the song is about doing, not talking, about actions being louder than words, and that effectively actions without, oh, sorry, uh, words without actions are basically like firing a gun into the air, like smoke and dust. Like it. Nothing, nothing comes to it. You should always act, not say. Or at least you should eventually act and not say. Um, but... So the song starts and and there's there's like lots of like <laughs> oh the lyrics are, are kind of like kind of Google translated a lot of them. There's a lot of like kind of repetition and stuff like no way. A lot of the word Nemo's is repeated a lot like no way, no way, no way, and a lot of it. Uh, but the so the song begins with that feedback, that total amazing feedback. It just hangs for so long. And then for the very first time, you hear the, the words, tell me what is your philosophy? What do you believe in? And that's the, obviously, for the one of the questions from the jurors at the tribunal. Aye. And then this, this girl talks and the feedback itself is so perfectly hung. It's so tense. It goes on for so long. It's so, uh, I mean, everybody does feedback. Like we talked about feedback loads of times on the pod with loads of songs. But there's just something about the way that the three guitars are just hanging that is iconic to this, the start of this, their songs on this record. Aye, um, and what I, what I love about the start of it is that her dialogue here, her, the, the things that she chooses to say have a, like a total rhythm to it. They like flow fast, then they break and they're slow, then they swing into like a it's like poetry like it, it the way she goes like she talks about she goes on and she goes I would take every single person out of their, out of their cages and put them back in the world I would like that kind of thing and but Aye. the bit the, the bit where it starts to kind of kick off that she starts to say like uh, I got so fucking paranoid that I walk out of a classroom and be on my way to lunch and get killed just as easily as, as I was in the front line of a barricade at a demonstration and then like the band are yeah it could just they just the music just collapses on you, Aye. like it's it's amazing, like it's such a tremendous uh, start to a song. So powerful, man! Like that that whole that start bit, and I mean, I don't know. There's a few screamo bands that that, that use samples, eh? But none use them as effectively as nah. As, no, this as is here, this man. is the this is like peak and, sample. And actually, the, use. To, thinking about it to the to the point that we've spoke about the film at the at the start that shows how integral it is and I think you're right I think that it's almost as though the songs are built around the samples rather than you've just written a song and you chuck a chuck a wee sample in somewhere but it's like you can't consider the one without the other but timing um, so the first like the first 15 seconds it's a it's a mad riff and it's like an uh, a kind of one two three count like one two three, I know it's it seems like a really simplified way to think about it. But it's like one two three change, one two three 
change, that kind of thing. And Aye. but the riff is is so and this is I think it's true of them all. That the riffs are abrasive. They're like they're melodic, but they're really abrasive. That they they will Aye. it feels like they're just pure <clears throat> violence in you. But at the same time, so clearly the tone is so clear. They're so melodic. Aye. You can like sing along to them or something. So melodic, but it's like it just they're so abrupt and they start stop and they're like kind of off kilter they're like kind of not quite sometimes they'll play like not a full riff and then they'll change to something else Aye. and they just never go back to playing the same thing ever again Aye. and it's just you need you need to pay attention to Aye, even to take keep it up in with it. even Aye, keep Aye. up with it it's, it is difficult to keep up with it's like but at the same time it's, it's so like kind of heavy like it's my, it's absolutely my ideal heavy like it sounds it's not fast but actually it changes so quick that the the riffs are so technical and they change that mm. it almost gives the impression that it's fast yeah do you know what I mean um, and uh, it's really tuneful you can hear again the first 15 seconds are all like kind of mad riffs and uh, they're doing the wee like <laughs> like you can hear them all like totally Aye. fucking about on their fretboards and doing before they change to the next wee riff the wee techie bits and I get like I guarantee I know we're going to talk about how good all the like technically all the guitarists are and oh. everybody is and the vocals are uh, but I just want to immediately talk about the drums because the drums are kind of what I think what kind of grabbed my attention about the band at first, even just watching them, is that they're, they're so the drums are used so effectively, right? They punctuate all the riffs. I think it's almost as if like the drummers did not really interested in holding any kind of beat. All all the drummer wants yeah. to do, uh, I think it's Jan. All the drummer wants to do is I want to make these riffs uh, good. I want to make sure that these riffs are what this song is about. So he doesn't really... Aye. I'm saying he doesn't do complicated stuff. He actually ends up doing really complicated stuff, but it doesn't sound technically like mental. You wouldn't ever... I don't really know if you would ever go, oh my God, man, he's done that pure massive... like Because he's. he also uses a single bass. It's not a double bass pedal he uses. And I remember watching him and going, how is he making this so heavy, but he's not hitting like hunters I think I don't know it's, it's, it just blew my mind watching them uh, going like that that's actually how you should drum for heavy music like the, what this guy is doing um, and then so that that's the kind of first the first minute of the song is absolute chaos uh, about one minute in uh, sorry there's about a, a kind of a passage of about two other kind of main riffs for about a minute or like you have Followed up by that mad see the bit where it goes like the head banging bit and you're kind of straining and going yeah. like that. Do you know what I mean? Aye. Every, like like a kind mad pure slows down Aye. almost takes on a steady beat. Aye, which is unusual for the cycle. <laughs> It's like a pure epic, I'd say an epic riff, a pure kind of epic riff. You're just straining your neck and bobbing along, uh, like a pure screamo giraffe. The next, like, <laughs> <laughs> like motion, um, like uh, 
such a con, I guess maybe a wee bit of a contrast for the first bit, but again, the song kind of opens out a wee bit of that, that kind of bit. Um, and then that bit as well, that, that riff, uh, and the bit played heavy, and then quiet, um, it's quite, the wee bit after it is a wee bit kind of unnerving, it breaks and kind of slows down, um, yeah. with it kind of, almost like a kind of wee smaller beat, and it's a wee bit unnerving. Aye. But even even the way it kind of stops, the beat kind of slows down, and you've got them kind of like pluck, plucking these wee kind of notes at the very end of it. Mm-hmm. It sounds so... You said discordant. Did you say discordant earlier on? I'm sure that was a word to use, discordant. That was totally right. Like a wee bit of like, what is this wee, creepy wee kind of weird riff all about? Um, but I don't know what kind of other band writes those kind of like wee riffs that I, that I like anyway. Um, the, the way it breaks from that strenuous, pure, long, moshy bit to like this weird, creepy. You know what I mean? Ah, uh, yeah. Try to sing the and then because then it goes does the same thing, but it goes quiet Aye. after that. Yeah. So it plays that heavy bit and then goes quiet with the same bit. Aye. And which is turns- unusual because it usually goes usually bands do it the other way. They do a quiet bit. Yeah, and then, and then go heavy with aye, that bit. Aye, aye, aye. I mean, which is again weird, unusual, aye. and un- a wee bit unnerving, a wee bit of kind of mad. And that wee bit there, like I'm calling, I I call that uh, well, I'm calling it the creepy crawly spider bit. See <laughs> <laughs> so when it starts going, it, it goes, it's done the kind of stop, start, slow bit, and then it kind of starts going. Do 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 do. I'm crawling my fingers up times. Back here like a creepy crawly spider. A bit of a mad start and it's got really, really weird, really, really early. Um, and that's is where the vocals, when it starts to kind of break down that way, the vocals are saying, uh, shawnee nemals, 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 means like, Never, 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 like never, never look back. Never, and he's kind of saying the same thing over again. Aye, I've got a really, really embarrassing misheard, um, misheard vocals. I've got one as well. Misheard lyrics this, <laughs> for this song. <clears throat> so the, da 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 da. I used to think, I don't know if I thought that's what it, it's what the guy was saying, right? But this is what it sounded like. <laughs> I'm almost too embarrassed to say this out loud, but I'll just do it. We're here now. I must make a booty call. I must make a booty call. <laughs> I must make a booty call. 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 Jake, he was talking, saying that. Um, that he want, he must make, make, he must call. make a booty call. Maybe maybe in booty German means like smashing the and the would you call it the smashing the authority. <laughs> aye, aye, that's destroying right. pigs. I thought that bit was. Uh, <laughs> I should drink my tonic wine. I should drink my tonic wine. <laughs> yeah, I should drink my tonic wine. I should drink my tonic wine. <laughs> they were pretty down for stuff like that. We've speaking to him. It was the only uh, the only German guy I ever knew that drank a depth charge. Remember big uh, would you call him? Um, for Snowblood, big Tobin. Uh, Tobin for Snowblood uh, gave him a pint and a whiskey, and one of them drank a depth oh, charge. Oh my 
God. That was carnage. What the fuck's a death charge? They got it's a pint they got a pint of beer, they got tenants. Aye. You get a shot of whiskey and you drop the shot in the pint and you have to down the pint. Oh my god. A death that's charge. Down, that's make me spew thinking about that. Fuck man. that. So that wee bit that we that we bit they says Shawnee Nemals and then it says Alice of dem Vague Van Vogekompt which means everything <coughs> um everything on the way from where did you come from? Where? Everything on the way, where did you come from? And everything on the way, where did you come from? That's that Alice Arden Vague Van Vogekompt that kinda of, like I did just rap that like a pure terrible white <laughs> German rapper, but I was trying to sound like the vocals. I'm sorry, mum. Sorry, mum. Mum. Sorry, mum. Sorry, mum. Sorry, mum. Jake Isabel listens to the pod. Nah, she she disowned me. I think. Has she I'm listened? Golden to, boy. Has she ever listened to the pod where you no. talk about shitting yourself? No, she's. What she episode was that? Just for reference. All of them. Must have been was it Envy <laughs> one. Was it Envy? It every single pod. Envy. Dave was Shatton. it the Envy one? I think it was Envy. You told the full story. Um, but that this this bit here, like, is, it, is it, I'm, I'm I'm taking this. I get pretty excited about this song. And they get else to add up to this point, up to the bit when it's going, Alice of them vague when Vogue comped. Nah, but, nah. but for, for me it was just a it, excruciatingly um, describe my my misheard my misheard lyric. I must make a booty call. I must make a booty call. So the the cool thing about this, right, <laughs> is that the vocals, and a big shout out to the vocals already as well, because first of all, I love everything. He's got a tremendous scream. I love the way they're mixed. They sound like a part of, they sound like an instrument. But here, they do a good job of building the song, this tension here, this kind of like clean bit. It's the vocalist that's doing a lot. The vocalist and the drummer that are doing a lot of like, let's make it big, let's make it tense, and then the bit after that, the bit where that explodes for my money is the best riff and scream combo in all the songs. Oh wow! Or in this record, or the this at least this set of splits. Hard, aye, and the so I can't think of the scream like what what's about you talking about uh, after so the booty call after the booty oh, call oh yeah yeah um <laughs> and then it's the bit that's got these really really high <laughs> octave chords that are playing like uh, is that octave chords it's the bit after that definitely octave chords aye um, that's, that's no doubt no doubt about that like really high up really high up the fretboard um but they just are so screechy at that bit they're like they've not been in, in this whole song they've not really been screechy yet but they're so screechy and they just like incinerate your brain they're, it's like branding with a hot poker like louise cypher on your brain with a scream in the background um is there only ever one vocalist that, that i know there's i think there are there's a song I, I don't know what it is you can definitely hear like at the, least another two voices uh, it's the very but, last song but see for most of it is it just the one guy aye uh, yeah, I think so aye uh, some voices got you aye uh, uh, but see it's so pure we say, say this all the time but it's like so pure visceral or something man see the way it's in the mix as well with, with everything else 
it's not like uh, it's not like envy where it's like the main it's, focus it's or just not sat on top of it it's like it's mixed right, right in there and it's just it's, it's so good it's amazing perfect amazing. Do you think it's perfectly mixed Aye. where a lot of like where you would kind of say that they um, we've done this already I guess like kind of it's perfectly mixed in there it doesn't dominate so you never get bored of it or you Aye. never get I'm not saying you would ever get bored of it but like there's no chance of that ever happening because it's so in the mix it's part of the aye and you're 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 wanting you're actually wanting to hear more of it aye aye but it's not too low that you can't hear it aye you're sort of straight and you go I want more of that yes. but you never, then, you never get it so it's so like oh, when there's other because they do a lot of stop start parts and you can hear the fucking when you hear his voice just trailing off and stuff aye. it's just like oh well, that's, fucking amazing man they do that right here this is ex- a great example of that they do that right at this bit where it does that Aye. screechy bit and they do like a wee backstroke and you hear the feedback and they choke main bit towards the end of the song before it then goes back into like a kind of one two three like that kind of like a wee tantrum it's like a big tantrum I suppose like I think I've said that about a few songs the song finishes after that big screechy bit with the vocals trailing off and the stop the choke it then goes back into this like one two three count but a tantrum just bass uh, total riffage um, wee bit less melodic than the very start of the song because it's just so chaotic riffs changing every minute it's just a fucking it's a brilliant song it's just such a good amazing song and again brilliant song to start off your side of a of a uh, a, a 10 inch but like how good would this be as a first song in a um... <clears throat> so see this see this first set of songs Dave is that the are these the um, is this a Laquette split? It's a Laquette one. The second half of the the um, Stoke player. <laughs> Zeldan. Right. Yes. Aye. This is the first ones on the on the Laquette one. What a, a two outstanding bands to put on one record. Um, oh, for sure. You know, you usually get one. You better Schneider. You better Schneider. Who's in that one? Oh, I've, <laughs> I've got uh, a wee quote for uh, Sven, who's one of the guitarists, about the samples and stuff from an interview. Oh, we, yeah. In the interview we found oh, online. Oh, yeah. And he said, uh, Indeed, I do like using samples. They can make a recording more complete, more varied, and also they can work as a mean to put a highlight on a certain topic, as the lyrics will never be complex enough to show the whole truth. But they're a way to catch attention in an entertaining way. Sound. So, so I thought that was fucking. I to be fair, like when you when you read some of the, like the in the discography, what a lot of the songs are about, they kind of like the samples do kind of match, in lots of ways. Like uh, the again the punishment part ones, they kind of do kind of match the general like tone or whatever mood or whatever the songs about. Because the ones that have. There's one song later on, we'll come to it later on. In fact, no, we'll come to it later on. It talks about like a, um, like a mental disorder. And mm-hmm. actually the 
what the lyrics are about is kind of criticising what people think is a pure mental disorder, like gender dysphoria, and and then the the quote is perfectly picked to kind of like go along with that misinterpretation of. Aye, 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 aye. Oh, that's good. Uh, we'll get to that later on. Aye, that's that's a good one. Hey, cool. Um, so is that that that's the first that's song. First song. First bang. song is done. Shot into the air like a revolver. Song number two, for those about to destroy pigs. <laughs> song's 48 seconds long is probably the first thing to say um, the second thing to say for anyone who hasn't actually bought this discography which tells you which what all the songs are about is that um, in Louis Cipher's eyes the pigs are fascists sexists and racists um, and there is a there, there is a story there about um, what, what destroying the pigs might might look like so do you think this is what I was thinking about the, this whole song reading that do you think he means that the 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 pigs as in police that police are fascist racist and sexist or do you think he's using pigs as a description for fascist sexist and racist you know what I mean yeah the latter the latter I I'm think is, 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 is what I would say so I mean this, the song itself musically um chaotic high up in the fretboard guitar riffs absolutely outstanding outstanding stuff and I guess what I would highlight about this song is that it is so it's so short right but quite a lot happens in it for about 40 seconds of the song you've got absolute chaos outstanding vocals and then this wee riff appears at like almost the last seven seconds of a song. Think about that in the context of some of the bands we've spoke about here that have got nine-minute songs, and you're like, well, after five minutes, this happens. So this is a 48-second song, and after 41 seconds, this a riff appears like an absolute dream out of nowhere. new riff new melody and then the the song finishes with like the, just a sort of quiet um, almost like clean picking but I've always loved this like is the, the um, from Louis Cypher songs like just just a wee golden nugget of of music uh, you're right that, that first 30 seconds sounds like a dental chair sounds like you have your dental drill Aye. that first bit of the song but that is true about the um about the length of the songs they're so short but there's so many parts to it so it almost seems like they're long like it, they don't Aye, feel short they're so intense that Aye. like you feel like you've been on you've listened to a much longer song because there's so much that's happened in it and it's all Aye. quite memorable 
Aye, yeah. totally. Um, See the, the title of the song? So now the song's called For Those About to Destroy Pigs. I think that's a play on, there's an ACDC song called For Those About to Rock, We Salute You. Oh, so those right. about to destroy pigs, we salute you. Oh, All right. So, so, I think that's what I think that's what they're getting. For at those that. about to destroy pigs. <laughs> oh, so I mean, I guess, I guess the description of it's a bit like um, throwing stones at pigs and like fucking what a waste of time. But actually, how good would it be if there was no pigs? So the message I'm taking from the the song is fucking keep throwing stones <laughs> at pigs as much as you can. The last bit of it is, but what could what could be more fun than having fun without without all these pigs around? Amazing. So uh, keep it punk rock. Fucking. They are such a punk band, don't they? Nah, let's so, just. So I mean, it's, punk is it, and it's outstanding stuff. Like, see for a, I don't know, like. We'll probably talk about this at some point, but see, just like the the attitude and the sort of DIY, I don't know, ethos that just shines out of Aye. this this well, both these records and the the band as a whole. Like they're clearly in it for the right reasons. They're Aye. just a punk band, just a bunch Aye. of punks having fun. That's what it is. Aye. I'd say this song as well is like so short, right? But if you just listen to it on its own. You might not appreciate it as much, but when you listen to it in the context of like the other songs round about it, it's fucking amazing. It's, uh, uh, it's so uh, good. I know. Forty eight so, seconds. Aye. Uh, but I've, uh, so much happens in it. Amazing. So, so, so I mean, I guess they, there's a few sort of longer songs, and Revolver obviously is the first song, been quite a quite a long one. I think it's, you know, it's no mistake that this. Or no, no coincidence that they've chosen to put this right after it as a song with a hook. It's that bit, just that wee but hook yeah, in there man. somewhere, but um, I hidden amongst the, the absolute chaos. Cheeky wee bit of madness. Cheeky wee bit of like non madness at the very end. Cool, so song number three is called In the End Everyone Dies Alone. This actually in the in the discography is pretty like difficult to read. Like the what the words are about the guys. Obviously, um, uh, Marcel talks about like kind of crippling. It like crippling depression, crippling anxiety. Yeah. Like that total like uh, inability. He talks about even inability to do things from day to day or even move on. Which is I guess like um, you time you work mental health man. You kind of know what symptoms are of like crippling depression and anxiety. So the, I mean, I think the first thing to say about this song is, that I think he sings it in English. All right. I I think this is the first one, um, out of all these songs that's sung in English. I might be wrong on that, but in the way that the lyrics are written, written in in English, and previously they're in German. I it's a what is it, fifty one seconds. See if I was going to highlight one thing for this song, it's that the clappy bit, man. <laughs> the, you know the picking bit, Aye. like halfway through. Like you can can you imagine just a screamo gig, and a bunch of sweaty moshers just 
Aye. Just clapping away Aye. to this in the middle before the reminds me of like a, a wee like a liquid bit or something like that. Aye. Like the 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 first wee bit is good is a good example, like the noodly doodly bit, the kinda like kinda fiddles a bit. Fiddly fiddly diddly bit. <laughs> but you're right though that, that that the wee twinkly bit with the clapping is tremendous, man. And the drums that are doing the the drums are doing like their very best to kinda keep the the clapping obviously just keep one kind of tempo. Yeah. But the drums are doing like he's kind of messing about with this week kind of like thing and hitting cymbals all over the place with a clappy bit man right? the claps clappy bit in the middle of a song about <laughs> crippling anxiety and depression people at gigs that don't know what the song's about and it's like this is uh, a banger or maybe that's part of the whole like cathartic experience of screaming about it exactly. it's like I'm going to own Aye. this that's exactly it you've you've worded that quite well I was going to say almost exact same words but you've done it so well done cathartic mm. oh maybe we've Bright. just spent too much time together talking about scrums <laughs> but that, that isn't that what like being a, in a kind of band like this is all about like you can unload all of your shit on it and that's yeah, gives you a, a vehicle through which you can own it a bit eh like fucking there it is it's down there it's on paper huh? it's mine now it's mine now I own this you're all, all loving it which is even better <laughs> uh the last section of the song is awesome, man. Like 10 seconds when it goes back into heavy after the kind of clappy bit. Just like 10 seconds of just like stop, start, riffs, anger. Um, and there's a wee bit at the very end where it does like a half beat refrain, stops it, and then finishes the song. The lyrics as well, like the last, the last line of the lyrics is fucking amazing. Like, uh, being a mouse in a treadmill makes more sense than that. But I refuse to run. I can't run. It's fucking ridiculous. There you go. It's fucking ridiculous. Fuck <laughs> off! How fucking dare you expect me? Okay, next song is called "Your Punk Rock Your Friendship." Santa Claus is coming with a bag of bombs and guns. Santa Claus is here. The revolution has come. Grab a handful, dip in quick. Grant the slogan, make it stick. Right on, baby. Get yours and fight like crazy. We can win. Watch them fall for hours that we spend standing in the hall. First of all, fucking amazing title. Yes. And anybody that's ever been to a fucking Screamo show and made friends can fucking vibe with that title, man. Um, so it starts with it starts with the sample. You've just you've just heard the sample. Uh, absolutely fucking amazing sample with the <laughs> Santa Clauses coming to town. Um, in the movie, it's like it's uh, it tells you that there's, there's a girl who's meant to have wrote this song. It's meant to be ah, her. Is, ah, it's yeah. meant to be her song, and like oh, I wish this was. A, I wish that was a real <laughs> song. I want to hear this song. It sounds fucking amazing. <laughs> it's the way he reads it as well. Santa Claus come with a bag of bombs and guns. Santa Claus come, revolution has come. Oh, grab a hip and click. 
It's right true. on, baby. Get yours and fell like crazy. Do you want actually he's fucking thinking in that bit? I bet you he's having to like kind of pretend that he want, he's, he's so invigorated by the words. He's like, I can make a steak. Let's try not to because it's the fucking some of the best lyrics I've ever fucking heard, man. <laughs> I know. Like, imagine that was if that was a real song, I would be like, that. That's my favorite song. Give me that. Uh, so, hi. <laughs> so that sample starts off, man, and then the, the fucking the guitar comes in. Um, if I sort of, it's like a delay pedal is getting used on it, but it's a really simple picking pattern. But the delay, the the timing on the delay is fucking amazing. It just creates such a amazing atmosphere. It's like dead serene and like the bass is just like doom to just like hitting fucking notes and just building this atmosphere. You've got serene. I've got sinister. Sinister. I've got sexy. (laughs) Oh fuck! I've got sensual as well. All the emotions, man. Generating all the emotions. Super saucy, sexy. So samurai. Samurai song. So after all that sexy, serene. What did you say? Sass. Swassy song. Sassa. Saucy song. All this. All this nonsense that's happening, and everybody's enjoying it. Sausage. 45 seconds and then it starts going <laughs> fucking starts going mental with the vi- all the violence the fucking emo violence that fucking uh, Louis Cypher bring with her stop start parts with a wee tech <laughs> it's fucking amazing man A minute in, you've got just three clean chords or three notes, just dead quick. Just one, two, three. Aye. It's like a fucking like a palate cleanser or something. Just going like, what the fuck is a little what? sorbet? A little sorbet, eh? Sorbet. And then it just goes back to absolute fucking chaos, man. One minute ten, it cuts back to bass notes uh, for just just the bass, and then just a few guitar notes, um, and then it goes into a big slow picking riff with like some rolling drums, um, and the guitar. See where the guitar sound comes in here? It sounds like a big fucking chainsaw, <laughs> just pure cutting through everything in its path. frantic double vocals here so this will be when you were saying is there more uh-huh. than one vocalist I think there definitely is here there's double vocals um, and then at the end everybody's kind of this song's only two and a half minutes long but like at the end there's just one guitar just picking three notes like and it just fades to feedback This, this song is just 
at, just at, that's so atmospheric, like everything about it, the intro, the fucking the violence, and then like the the clean part, just yeah. fucking Aye. amazing, man. That bit you're talking about, the, the, the chainsaw riff, like Aye. the timing is pure, like, I'm not going to say unique, because obviously the timing is what makes the end of that song and of that riff, how, how mad and mental they've picked that, that then goes into the the kind of last section that's kind of, I guess, weird and mad and kind of like plays out over a long period of time in terms of the song. But that how mad that riff is, it's just awesome, man. So good. Do, like, so, so, I mean, even right at the very start of this song, like, I think it's, I think it's like pure iconic. We've said that about a bunch of songs throughout this, the course of these podcasts. But to me, it's like, I think this is one of the best screamo songs. Like, I think this is, and I, I just don't know how widely. A Louis Cipher are known, and B, I mean this that this song's so. probably their one of their the the best, and for me it's just like an absolute tune. Like for 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 everything, so the sample at the start, but just the the, the riff. I think it brings out. We've said this multiple times. Let's see the songs that bring out the best bits about the band, and put them all in one one bit. So you've got the. The bits that I like about it, where it's like melodic and you can, you, you know, that's an interesting wee guitar bit. Then you've got the heavy, uh, like the the scream scream bit, and then you've got all the like chaos round about it. Uh, I think that's outstanding. But what an absolute tune! So is it, and then aye, that kind of mad end. But then it's about like the best thing, like so. You, I mean, self-explanatory. Your punk rock. Uh, your punk rock, our friendship. I mean, it, what can you? It's everything we spoke about. Like, what was good about being in a, a yeah. DIY band and like meeting people and you know having this sense of community and you know writing an amazing song about it Aye. is Aye. what you should be doing. And Joe, in the description of the song as well in the record, they say, you could it's like it's like the Caddish song is on so it's the Caddish. Uh, big bit at the end of the uh, at the end of the LP. Yeah, yeah. It's like what we've talked about so many times on this pod about why, like it was, it was why this is just a an amazing thing to be even in any way connected with the sense of community and what you're in it for and friendship and right. uh, an and awesome testament to that kind of that kind of thing. Amazing. And the next song is Untitled Friendship Moment. Let's say it right now. Fellas, he's that! 
found the actual song uh, the actual song is called obviously Felicita by Albino and or Albano and Romano Power and it was a fucking apparently apparently it was a, a huge hit in 1982 82? aye like a massive obviously it was like number one in Italy I think it was a Europe, like a European hat. A European smash hat. I don't think it ever came to Britain, which is why we've never heard it. We never imported it. No, we never imported Bre- it, man. We, br- we Brexit. Brexit we flung it back with the Brexit yeah, bros. Um, <laughs> Brexit bros. That was so funny, man. So <laughs> like, I, I just thought they'd made it up on the fucking spot. They were, so da. But obviously it's an actual song. But it's so funny, because like, like, see the recording? This recording that's on this, uh, on the, the split. I think it's like for a tour or something, or like maybe, this is what happened in my mind, right? I'm like, Laquette and Louis Cipher are on tour and somebody's recording this, right? <laughs> somebody's got a video camera and somebody starts playing the piano and they go, oh, that's oh, that hey, fucking hey, song? Where is it that? Where's my piano? Where's that? That's exactly what was in my I, mind. In uh, my mind, they're all together. I I I thought that no, maybe there was because there's a piano at the end of the shikari, at the end of the last shikari split somebody plays a piano and then I, in my like pure mad pessimistic destructive mind I was like oh they just had a piano and they've recorded it in the studio but when I like when I, when I put these two together but then when I but it's a terrible that, recording thought, though so it must be like off a video camera or something like that like I don't I, think it's They've just been pissing about. And I don't think they've meant to like record it and no, put it in the no. end. It's like I think it's a un- this un- an untitled friendship moment, as it's called in the other one. Aye. Yeah. So because there's a bit where like somebody recognises it and people goes, <laughs> they laughs, <laughs> and then the the drummer comes in, hits a couple of, didn't he? Just kind of excited, just, been, just ah. so excited. I want to be part of as well. And he hits it, hits it a couple. Do times you imagine like, like pure Michelle and all that for you, like we yeah, pure. So I think it's I think it's quite a, it's an obvious play on um, I fucking love it. <laughs> I love it man. I think it's a pure obvious play on um, pure punk rocker friendship. It's like this is what friendship is like a bunch of Aye. a bunch of screamos running a, run a good <laughs> piano just pure about, singing uh, nonsense. So I found the lyrics to the actual song. Do it. And uh, well, I translated them right. Felicita. Well, Felicita means happiness. Oh, right, I thought Good. it was like a girl's name. No, nah, it means happiness in Italian. Um, so here's there's a lot of like happiness is blah blah blah, holding hands and all that sort of oh, shit, right? But there's, is, there's one line that I fucking loved. <laughs> happiness is a glass of wine with a sandwich. That is pretty. Uh, we're pretty happy with that. <laughs> pretty happiness happy is when you leave a note inside the drawer. What? <laughs> no, that can be good. Imagine, like, see if I went upstairs, see if I went to like your drawer upstairs and I wrote a note saying you're a wank, <laughs> knowing that you would wake up in the morning. You'd find it eventually. Oh, I'd be like, yeah, fucking yeah. Well, hold on. Oh, I thought Michaela had a drawer at her desk. Was, that would have been funny. Leave her a note. You're a <laughs> fuck off wank. <laughs> <laughs> But I have. Have you ever a, a, a glass of wine and a sandwich can be 
Could be absolutely true. Well, I like wine and I like sandwiches, so how can you go wrong? Nah, I'm not having that. If you have here, I've never done it right, but I'm not having a glass of wine. Glass of red wine and a pure class. Because it's Italian, isn't it? So, like, cured meat, Italian meat sausage sandwich with, like, Italian BMT and all sorts of, and a glass of red wine. Nah, if you're having a nah, I'll make you a nice Italian sandwich, right? I've got nothing against wine. I'll make you a sandwich, speak you some language, buddy. Speak you some language. Right, what else is happening? Come on, what is that? I don't have any more. Leave it a note in a draw. Nah, I don't have any more translations. I had it all, but I don't want to say it all. Do I reveal all the hat? Do I reveal all of it? But leave a wee note and see the draw. There we go. Next song. Next song. <laughs> do, you want, do, you want, do you want real happiness? To see that. Yeah. Oh, off. that noise. And that red wine. Finny cranked that in the last episode, I didn't know. he? Right, you want it? Right at the start of the episode. That is happiness. Real happiness. <laughs> oh, what about, that? what about that? That's nice. That's good. That's nice and happy. Right, here we go. Next song. Uh, so, number six on this made up album that we've put together and we have shifted haven't we it's called Lout Langsome Shouterick Outbang aka Packadive Banhoes Ein which translates as loud slow smeary finish aka pack your swimming trunks let us get back to the charges, and these are very serious charges, and I'll read them again. I have a charge to make against you. Want the first I have a charge to make against you, old man. You old, sick man. Conspiracy to incite How many kids have you led to the slaughter? How many kids are out there now? Who's getting killed by the guns that I hear go off? How many children? How many children have been through these tribunals? So this is the first song on the Shikari spot. Yeah. So, as you've just heard then, uh, obviously there's a sample at the start of this song. Um, and it's, it's fucking amazing. It kind of escalates to the, towards the end of the, the quote where the, the girl shouting, how many children have been through these tribunals? How many children have you killed? Who's dying now? And then it just fucking slams into the song um, so the song starts with again the kind of stop start uh, Lewis Cipher type riff but this time it's a lot slower than the songs we've heard before so it's not as it's not as frantic as as stop start but it's not as, as wild um, and then it cuts to one guitar it's got a kind of choppy strum like and then it goes fucking wild um, that's when it explodes uh, with vocals and blast beats. And then about a, a minute, about a minute, 10, minute 12 in, um, it goes into a Laquiet style clean riff, um, which I would describe as Fiddle diddle dee, fiddle diddle dee. <laughs> uh, 
which is fucking amazing. And this is a really good uh, band <clears throat> band jam, I think, because they, they all kind of play and then it just kind of it, it dies down to just the bass mm-hmm. and the bass just goes and then the guitar goes it's an amazing band moment and it just goes fucking wild after that. really short song like 1 minute 52 uh, and the outro is some chimes on the kind of behind the bridge or above the bridge um, do you know that kind of chiming sounds yeah, yeah, that yeah. Uh, actually um, Orchid do it as well on Gatefold on some of the songs where it's just at the end of a song just like some chiming sounds yeah. before something else happens Um but- just gives you a moment to kind of take in what's just fucking happened in this crazy song. So the reason I think that this, um, and I might be wrong, but it kind of sounds to me like this has been recorded separately to the to the Laquette split, and the reason is the guitar sound. So the the see when the guitars are heavy from from this moment on. So from this song until the end of what we're going to talk about tonight, the guitar effect sounds more metally. So it's like, I think it's, I think it's been recorded at different times. I think the guy's got a different pedal, is, is my theory. So I think it sounds more tech. So you've, you've said that a couple of times about the tech bits. Aye. And there's more tech bits for here till the, till the end. So there's more tech on the Shikari split than there is in the Lacquette split aye um, and, and, and overall just a bit more of a, a just a bit more of a metal sound so like for for me from here here on in the heavy bits are more like oh I don't know the um, interviews with David Frost <laughs> uh, majority rule bits like it's to my mind it's more like that than it is, say, I don't know, heavy rain or heavy, heavy lacquet or something, or, or or even majority rule, but 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 different albums, just a bit more metally. Ah, uh, could be. I always assumed they were recorded the same. Um, it could also. You might be right. It could also be that the so the lacquet split is a ten inch, and the shikari split is a nine inch, and I'll. The only one other thing I other wondered was if they'd been mastered differently, and that would explain the difference in the, the subtle difference in the sound. Uh, so nah. I didn't notice it was that much nah. of, that much of a no, difference. See, now you've pointed out there, 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 there is there is a difference in the guitar tone, definitely. But um, first of all, the thing you say, funny. This is a absolute amazing ah, song. This is it, definitely one of the best songs. I think. This is one of the, this is one of the ones I've even said what my my fucking hero was, but I'm I'm torn between two, as my fucking hero. This was one of them, um, but I what an absolute banger! Like the uh, the bit the the quote the sample at the start has one of the best sample moments in it. The 
I have a charge to make against you, old man. Old <laughs> sick man. That's amazing. And the, again, the way it builds. Like, How many children? How many children? And as if she's getting pure dragged out as well. Aye, she's getting pulled away. Aye, it's fucking... Just adds to the pure drama of the song. and the, It's fucking amazing, man. Um, the, the, you're talking about the very start of it. I... It's it's the first song as well in it. Plenty to say about the first kind of like punchy beats at the start. But you mentioned the first like mad bit. It's blast beats. There hasn't been blast beats on it yet. Like this is the first song on this, at least in this set of songs that we're saying that have got pure mad blast beats. It's like a revolving like thing. It just goes round and round with the blast beats, man. It's so again like variety. Is it, is it still just fast. a single a single? Single, single bass, kick, single bass. They have such variety. Like, see, even though their heavy bits are like just fast, stop starting all that, but there's such variety even within that that you can't like see unless you really pay attention to it. Like we have been obviously because we've been like trying to fucking analyze this album. You can't, you you don't notice how fucking much work they've put into uh, making all these bits different. Uh, did you notice the only thing? I mean, again, did you notice like that a they? Lot? The last wee clean bit that goes is the heavy bit, the blast beats, but slow and clean. Aye. Like that, and it comes back in again like slow and clean. So for for people who can't see Dave, which is which is everyone who's listening to this, lucky yous. Dave is when he was going he was pointing his finger really really fast but you would imagine to see him at a gig like just and now he's got a really angry face pointing his finger who jacks get the best finger point out of three years Finney's probably don't see a Finney well Finney's is good man I think Finney's got a yes how's your finger if you're listening to this right now doesn't matter where you are do a finger point send us a video of your finger point on Instagram imagine somebody even one person done that somebody do that please somebody do that or like if you have if you listen to this podcast and you're on our like Instagram please like Instagram a picture of yourself like finger pointing do you know what I mean like put put a finger up in the air and like wave it about and look really angry but like if you could tag it to us and then hashtag Dundee finger point. Oh. That would be sensational. Let's give the Dundee lads credit where credit's lads and ladies. Yeah, but the, the Dundee... Let's the, see the Dundee troops. I think that was like the behind the back thing. Oh, I, don't, I, don't think, but I don't, don't think we're, do giving, we're not giving Dundee credit for finger point. Ah, right, okay. Do you know what I think we could, could fuck, also do? Fuck as, Dundee. As in, aye, fuck Dundee. <laughs> 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 no, I'm kidding. No, they're all good Dundee. Nah, we like Dundee. We do Dundee's like Dundee. Good. We like Dundee. <laughs> just oh, everybody, oh, everybody out there. Bobby, Bobby Simpson's just turned off. He's a wee... <laughs> he doesn't even he's live in Dundee anymore. He lives, in, he lives in Glasgow now, so... Ah, he's he's, he's, he's sitting in his house going, I fuck Dundee, man. I'm not going back there. Come on, that's enough for that. Come on, picture of your finger pointing. I've got another finger point idea. The person who gets in touch with us with a finger pointing next to the most interesting object gets a shout out with the next podcast. Oh, yeah. 
So if you have finger point next to something that we've never Huge seen. Huge prize. <laughs> I know. The, the podcast that nobody listens to. I point, finger point at the bet. The best Wait. thing you see this this week, finger point that. Right. We will make a t-shirt at some point, and if you do it, we'll give you a t-shirt. Aye. If you not noticed, I don't know when we'll do this, but we will do it. We will put your picture of a finger point on a t-shirt oh if it's God. interesting. That's enough. a lie. You've just lied. <laughs> we will make false promises and not no, deliver. I will get your finger point. Tattooed. We might we might actually consider the, the t-shirt thing. I might get because Mo's a good tattooist. If you send your finger point, like pointing at something really cool, we might see if Mo do one of the like mad creative like outline tattoo things. On Dave's and I would I head. would get a t-shirt of that. Let's T-shirt of most tattoos. Right, let's keep going. Right, let, let's. We're, I don't know what we're talking about anymore. Let's get finger point. <laughs> right. Anyway. Uh, back to the song, so uh, I translated it, and the last line is amazing. Hit me, you're pointing at me, so it's got a bit, is, <laughs> is, this, about, is this about skulls or coffins or nah, something? No, no, no. Ginger the, people? No, nah, no. Nah. The last line is, pack your, you listen to this, listen to this, listen to this fucking, pack your swimming trunks, eat shit, bye! <laughs> That's what you did last week. Tell me to the biggest uh, uh, sea lake, what is it, sea lake centre? Biggest indoor, biggest indoor water park in the UK. So you did pack your trunks and eat shit? Uh, it, was, it was excellent. I was, I was in Blackpool last week with the Waynes. We've been a wee, wee, wee bit of a journey. Blackpool, guys, Blackpool with the Waynes. What did the guys say to you in Blackpool Happy at the Flames? What was the... I'm not going to tell you. I tried to do, I'm the worst person in the world for doing accents. So I tried to do a Blackpool accent earlier on and suffice to say it was absolute trash. Aye. Uh, Dave Dave was in Whitby again. I was in Whitby again. The good time. Put on about five stone eating beers. What did you do last week? What did you do last week, Funny? Fuck all. Just worked. Worked. Grafted. (laughs) To work, eh? An absolute jerk off, eh? It's just grafting, man. Day to day, grafting. Writing his notes for the pod. I know. Anyway, I watched Punishment let's... Park in Whitby and listened to the Scram the Louis Cypher split, so I had a good time. Oh. And it's peppered in amongst pints and whatever. Shmee. Shmee. Right, okay, let's go. Let's move on to the next song. The next song is called Rendezvous with. Oh, wait, hang on. Tommy Gun. Aye, Tommy Gun. Tommy Gun. Tony gun. <laughs> 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 My hand is so bad that I thought. Right, anyway, the next song is called Rendezvous with Tommy Gun. <laughs> Off your own notes. Here is is Tommy Gun in so, a relation wait. to Tony Gun. That is Tony Gun. I see uh, Brian Gun and old Norwich keeper. Remember him? 
<laughs> Tony Gunn's sister's da. Aye, tr- like, tremendous song. Um, highlights of this bit, I see about 28 seconds to about 43 seconds. You've got just some of the pure most... I- I- I've wrote, like... <sighs> I, I wrote innovative right because I couldn't find a word to describe this but I guess dynamic would be the word the way that he the, the way that they strum and then change uh, rhythm like dun, 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 and then they kind of like change this other weird rhythm uh, it's amazing man such a, such it changes to like a, almost like a kind of galloping to like this churning like chugging type riff I know it is kind of like metal but in the context of whatever else is happening in the song, like it's it's just a pure incredible like change of rhythm and pace and um, amazing like Aye. technical skill to make this song look like, really interesting. <laughs> I have getting my notes. I've got uh, it's kind of upstrokes or something. That uh, aye, that's I can't I mean. really explain it. It's like dun, 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 dun. aye. aye. Like, Don't know how exactly it? how they do it, but that kind of sounds like that. Um, aye, amazing. There's loads of tech riffs in this aye, in aye. this song. Like more than more than the rest, actually. Aye. So you were saying like you think like the guitar here sounds more. There's more like feed feedbacky tech bits and this kind of thing it sounds more metal so I, I honestly just think that um, one of the guitarists has got a different pedal from the, the other songs I think it just his overdrive is more like a metal pedal I don't know uh, what, I don't know what that would be like metal zone pedal he's went for, <laughs> that was the first one to keep in mind but I'm sure he's no using a pure Schneider metal zone you never know man actually people a lot of people use that actually I guess a lot of it gets a lot of abuse, but like I had one. I used to have a lot one. of people use it in the coffin. Uh, it was in the coffin. The metal zone pedal was in the coffin, and I get patched for the blues driver. And I wanted to. How's you getting patched for the coffin? Straight to the crematorium. Straight <laughs> to the pedal crematorium. Straight back to life. Um, <laughs> Zombie pedal. <laughs> um, rendezvous with Tommy Gun. Class lyrics, song. The lyrics are a bit mad. Glad if I could see you go go out with Tommy. Glad if I could Tony? see you kiss. Tommy. Tommy kisses George. George kisses Tommy. Glad if I could see you walk like a hero used to do. Like a hero, walk, walk, walk. Don't really know what. Actually, tells you what the song's about. Nah, I, just, I, I still ignoring that. I still don't understand. Like that, that. The reason I'm not saying that. I, I'm not saying what the song's about is because it gives you the lyrics it tells you what the song's about and I still, still don't understand yeah. clearly not clever enough I don't know let's like, just let's let's not try let's not try let's not try and I let's let, let's let people decide what they want to think the song's about what I do want to pick out is the very end of this bit oh yes it fades out here we go he talks and says you want to listen or you want to talk Amazing. And the way that this bit here goes from that line, there's a kind of mumbling bit, and you can just hear the guy get interrupted by that fucking line. And the bit especially, so I just want to highlight there's one kind of bit here, right, where 
so perfectly sums up even today what um in fact we'll wait till we get to the next song until I talk about that but this whole dialogue here is the first bit is a bit like kind of standard rebel rebelling against everything but there's something he says in it that I absolutely lovely but that you want to listen or you want to talk the fact that you're devouring your children the fact that you are oppressing the people who are powerless in the country the truth is the fact that a few of the people in this country are living on the middle you want to listen or you want to talk Why you've just heard you just heard that you want that you want to listen you want to talk, and you've just heard that intermezzo bit and that the dialogue here is so awesome. It starts off like kind of sounds a wee bit like this kind of standard, uh propaganda systems that blah 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 this that and the other the kind of stuff that like, but there's something that and I guess the kind of some the the kind of stuff in it that's like hard to pin on any particular like decade because you're like well that happens all the time whatever. But there's one line in it, especially where he says, "You don't want to hear uh, something. You don't want to hear shit that might mean that you have to give up something." Like, and I, I just that is absolutely timeless. Like about selfishness, about like you don't want to hear shit. Like people say, "Oh, what is your message? Tell me what is like what is it that you? What is your philosophy or whatever?" And it's like, you don't want to hear from fucking, you don't want to hear what I'm saying. And the blah, 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 but you can cut straight to that bit where he says, you don't want to hear shit that might mean that you have to give up something. Like, how fucking yeah, absolutely damning of that. And it's so true. So, so relevant at different points in history. Like, even especially now, like, we're no, definitely not going to go down that path of talking about all the, like, areas that that, is relevant to now, but I mean, you could be talking about like climate change climate now change and, exactly. and, and, and what like what like a green revolution might mean to might mean to people just now. But you can go back to even you know 20, 20 years ago, and you and I have been talking about new labour and what that uh, meant for what 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 that meant for Britain at the time in the late nineties, um, early two thousands and. You know, it's. I, I think it is. It's a. It's damning. It makes you. Um, for me, it makes me reflect on myself. Like shit. Like totally. I, I, like I'm. No. Totally. Like I, I, Like what's I, I, actually changed? Fucking nothing's fucking changed, really. No, but like you, you want to be like you obviously want to stand up for for good, and you want to be like a force for good, and you want to you know distribute distribute wealth and support the most vulnerable. But when it comes to like, well, what are you actually going to fucking give up to make I, that happen? Like in reality, and we live in a country where you're not really given a choice because, you know, it's it's almost one or another in terms of a political Aye. party that's going to that's going to lead a country, and neither of them like what give you an option then? where where you know the majority of society has to give anything up. So only like the people at the very top or the people at the very bottom that have to to give, to give up, up and 
and then most of people who are, who live in the middle of that Aye. don't fucking. I mean, life doesn't change. No. <clears throat> um, but I mean, you you you're dead right. I'm glad you picked that bit out because it's um. I always feel a wee bit guilty listening to that bit. Just in terms of Aye. I mean the whole thing about like, the whole fat white driven dividend drawn ass and draw dividends like that's hard to relate to because it's like what well, in that world I don't know what that means I don't draw dividends I, I know that that exists blah blah I don't necessarily give a fuck about it but actually that line you don't want to hear shit that might mean that you want to have to give up something and that just that always just stuck with me like as a really meaningful part of the film I but the fact that they've picked it I cannot. Like, I, I can't imagine that they haven't picked that because it is so universally true. Yeah. Like, how hard is it to pick something as a path where you have to give up something that you like, oh, you love? It's dead easy to say what is right and, like, what we should be doing, but when it comes to actually fucking sacrificing something to, to make that happen. Right, okay. Uh, this song's called uh, 1000... And one nights of the loving dead. So again, it's like this is like one minute fifteen seconds. Uh, starts with like some stop start tech parts, like a lot of Louis Cipher songs on this. I've said that quite a lot, but it's, it's always fucking interesting anyway. Um, and always. Tuneful, so always, but you can always hear it's melodic. The way, the way that it's recorded, the tone of the guitar is always melodic. Aye, exactly. Um, so about twenty eight seconds in, you've got a sort of clean, clean part that just, again, just, just clears, clears the the decks and lets you just appreciate the, the madness. This bit is like so epic, even though it's like 10 seconds, but it's like so epic, and it kind of sounds a bit like Ampere. Like, see the Ampere song, um, I don't know the exact title of the song, but it says, uh, We know there could we know there could be no future, ah, that was our greatest freedom, and it kind of sounds like that. So, I agree, like the, the bit here that the, the, the middle to end section of this song is without a doubt the best bit of it because it goes from that clean strum thing. And then it like kind of like bursts into action at the kind of the, the very end, like you know what I mean, Aye. like it, it, well, it cleans to strong, and it bursts into action at the very end of the bit, but the main end of that section, like it's such a good bit. Aye. And, and again, I sounds a wee bit like. I mean, they, I guess they are a wee bit, uh, and sometimes a wee bit comparable to Ampere because of that. Well, they did. They did say in the, the interview that they had, uh, the one that we seen online, that they they were really. Influenced by uh, obviously Orchid and like fucking yeah. uh, Jerome's Dream and stuff like that um, to start with, so you can see that influence in this song, I think. And even like the this the some of the heavy parts in this song sound really like the Orchid song, I Want to Fight on Gatefold. Uh, right, okay. Yeah. Um, you know that you know that one. Aye, aye. Um, 
So I, I think this this is the this is the the one song that sounds more like a lot of other bands. Um, but it's still fucking it's still an amazing song. It's the only song in the end that like finishes and fades out with like drums and drum rolls. Like it fades out with that kind of drum roll with a like kind of strumming. Uh, fade out guitar. I'm not saying fade out guitars. I don't mean fade out. They just slow it, slow down. Aye, aye. Um, slow in. It doesn't end with like a ring out or the song just kind of like slowly builds to an end. I don't think there's a not on these splits anyway. There is other, obviously other Lacquette, uh, Lacquette, Louis Cipher songs that are like this, but just not this one. Um. So I, good tune. Tune. Okay. Um. The next song is "Poor Little Boy Stuffed in Drag." <laughs> terms of lyrics what a curious thing to be so uptight nature delights in diversity why don't human beings um i mean shit i've got that what? exact thing written down in my notes that i wanted to highlight this song is like ah. this what a, what a tremendous thing to say what a tremendous thing to say and i mean i, I, I guess we could probably all take different interpretations for, for what the guy's talking about and he does explain it quite quite clearly and in, in depth I mean for me the song 52 seconds which is the first thing to say which probably 52 seconds makes it one one of the longer <laughs> Lou, 48, 49 Lou Cypher songs it's, it's got past 40 seconds I mean it's chaotic I think this the thing for me if I was going to highlight something for this song is it's I mean it's chaos like most of the songs on the Shikari split the heavy bits are just absolute chaotic and it's almost like there's a wee hint of a melody poking through that you can almost like it's, I don't know like imagine you're in a storm and there's like a like just a wee light poking through that you can grab onto. That's the way I imagine this. It's just this absolute chaotic riff with the the bass, the guitar, the drums, absolute chaotic screaming, going wild, and then it gives you a wee hint, a, a melody that you could hopefully grab onto, but that it just slips away for you and slips away for you. I honestly can't follow. I can't follow what's going on. I've tried so hard. <laughs> Because I do like the song. There's something about this song that I that I like, and it isn't just the the sample at the end, which is obviously, I mean, amazing, and we'll we'll, we'll talk about that. But there's there's like a I don't know an attitude or something about the song that I just I really like the um, I don't know I like how it makes me feel, but I can't I can't follow it. It's uh. it's always it's almost disconcerting. It's like a song you like. You don't know why, you honest to God, despite listening a hundred times, can't figure out what is actually going on. But for me it's like a song this is so this uh, this is 
as as mathy. I know that's a pure terribly overused word to, to talk about like screamo bands. But this is kind of a, as mathy as a forget, I think. Mm-hmm. Where it sounds like a song that's been deconstructed and put back together in a, a mad order. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, because the, the riffs themselves are so like some of the tones and the riffs of the melody are clear, but they're just they're absolutely like so like a jigsaw that doesn't that's been just pure forced together. It's not a bad thing. I feel like I like the song, um, but it's it's it's, a, it's utter chaos, man. The song's just pure like jumping from bit to bit, then it then it, and then like. Riff here, riff there, screeching. It's mad. I love the bit. See, like, 20 seconds in, there's like a two-note hang where everything just cuts out and just the guitar going... Before it fucking blasts in again. It's just... So, like, all those wee bits, it's almost like they give you a moment to collect your thoughts and, like, you all right, that's where we are, and then you're... Aye. again. And you said it again about one of the other songs. Like, this song, if you listen to it on its own, you'd be like, what the fuck, this song's fucking nuts. But Aye. in the context of the rest of the record, and the song that's come before it, and the one that's after it, it's a perfect per- a perfect fit. I would, I would say, like, see, like, all Lewis Cypher's song, the, all these songs that we're, put, that we're talking about, like, tonight, are, uh, they're, I've described as Moorish. Because, ah, yeah. see, no matter how many times you listen to this, these collection of songs, like these two splits, you want to listen to them again, and you're like, you want to try and figure them out somehow. Do you know what I mean? It's like a puzzle. A puzzle. A puzzle going, I want... Moorish is a pure good word. It's like, I want some more of I want some more of that. He's actually getting aggressive with your right hand. But do you think that's the same with the way that they record, like even the sound? Of them, the way that the, the vocals are in the mix as well, you're like Morris, you're going, oh, what is this? And the way that the, the guitar's saying, oh, who's playing that? Or what's the drummer doing there? Like, it's actually so short and sharp and mad that yeah, you're always like that. We all Aye. Like- you want to just listen to it again? Because it's just, it was like, what the fuck yeah. was that? Like, I really, I, I really liked that. What, what was that? Like a really what good, was that? Like a really good bowl of cereal. Aye. Aye, you don't have enough of. Aye, we're like, What's in there? Is that granola? Is it you get chocolate chips in there? What's happening? I think at the same time, no, it is frustrating. But you know they're capable of bits that are like just pure joys, and they don't do it. Like I mean, I think, I think sometimes it's 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 right to do the obvious thing, and like they obviously, I mean they they know. They, they give you all these wee nuggets all throughout, uh-huh. but like for instance, like one of the songs we spoke about earlier like I mean I think the, the second one for for those about to destroy pigs <clears throat> they give you this wee nugget like part way through the song and it's like that's what I want and it lasts for like three seconds and it disappears again and like I just I don't know I, 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 I wish they just Gave, gave gave me a bit more I don't of know I man want. I think so, that's what I like about it though. I guess yeah. that's what I like about them so that's why I mean? and that's why in the songs where they do repeat bits twice you're like fucking hell here we go like do you know what I mean Hi. they repeat the amazing bits twice like the longer songs like in uh, 
the revolver and the first song on it, like the Lang uh, Lang and Lang, is it Lang and Lang Sam? Aye. And they, with the bits that along where they do repeat, you're like ah. Lang and Lang Sam. The Germans, right? So they, right. No, I know the thing I thought of it. Um, I just want to say one more thing about this song. We, we spoke about this earlier on about how perfectly fitting the samples are for what the song's about. The song's is obviously it says "little boy stuffed in drag," a pure like really like unsubtle way to like refer to the song's about gen, uh, gender identity mm-hmm. uh, or sexual identity and uh, about how it, it talks about how like the sometimes you don't people feel they identify their own gender they don't or they or they can't identify their gender and their gender gender fluidity and the sat which is like a part of like which is what excuse me a really current issue something that we're even today we're becoming more like aware of and more like not accepted we to say accepting of it I mean like we're more understanding of and more open-minded ah, yeah, about yeah. and that's becoming that's that's a, a huge part of the world now but the sample that's picked I think is perfectly fitting to what they are like that whole thing about yeah the, this person has had like uh, what is it he, he says schizophrenic, schizophrenic tendencies and neurotic uh, neurotic schizophrenic tendencies people would say oh that person uh, doesn't thinks whatever uh, they don't identify with that gender there must be something wrong with them Aye. Like that whole, that's what that sample is picked for. Like that criticism of, because we know now that actually people don't pick their gender identity because there's something wrong with them. They pick their gender identity and or they identify their gender through who they are. So yeah. it's not, yeah. it's not a mental yeah. health. It's not a pure, oh, they've got It's not a mental disorder. It's just yeah. a, how you, how you are. That's who you identify. Aye. Yeah. And I think that's why that sample is perfectly picked because it's the only one of the samples that I think is just flung at the end Mm -hmm. of a song. They they haven't timed it around that one song. It's the only one I can think of. It's like it's in the feedback. Every other one almost is like part of the song. That's a good point, actually. I never noticed that. That's why I seem to have definitely thought about this, all the dialogue in it, and it fits perfectly with what this song is about. Poor little boy stuffed in drag. Through the psychiatric evaluation of the prisoner, these songs do show a neurotic and schizophrenic tendency. Is that your opinion, dummy? But how fucking good is the attitude? Puts that old is guy. Is that your opinion, dummy? Puts that old guy right in his place. But is it not again yeah. just pure typical of that attitude? Like you're an idiot for thinking that. Like, is that your opinion, dummy? Yeah. Like truth to power type thing. Beautiful. Awesome. So we get last song on the record. Last song on our pick of the Punishment Park splits. It's called the Negative Energy Spectrum. <laughs> So, this is, not only by the way, is this the last song that we heard off 
a punishment pass, but it's the last song we've heard of Louise Snifer. For now. Over Get them back, man. Um, Why do you sound like an old cowboy there? This is Joey. He's been dead for ten years. Joey who? Joey for your friends? Joey for friends, eh? She's been dead for ten years. He definitely does. (laughs) Anyway, right, so this song is clearly seems to be about, like, again, anxiety and about think about the negative energy spectrum and the way that he des- his words and the way he describes what he's saying that either the the inability to like go beyond yourself or like feeling so restrained by your own I guess confidence or lack of, lack of it kind of thing um, and even thinking that that in terms of the the title, the negative energy spectrum, like the whole spectrum, something I always talk about, like mental health. A question mark at the end, yeah. I think yeah. that's important. So, right, the song is the one of the longest Louis Cipher songs, one of the longest ones, right? Um, but it's actually a total standout for me. The fact that the it's one of the ones that it's it's the one of the most simple of them. It's like full of repeated bits. It's not an absolute like absolute madness. It's full of kind of repeated bits, and in fact, even the way that it ends, for me, it comes in. This song exists in four distinct parts. So obviously, the first part, the first riff, like nine seconds, sounds like that kind of angry tease, like uh, something like maybe someone would sing to you in the uh, like in the playground at primary school. Like to taunt you or to tease you, you know what I mean? Like the kind of like the way the rhythm goes, like that kind of. I don't want to sing it, but it sounds like something we kind of taunt you and tease you. That kind of repeating up and down. Note. Yep. Um, like I stole your pieces. <laughs> you are a jobby. <laughs> but you do it over and over again. Like, it's kind of like angry repeated bit over and over again. Like a kind of really irritating. Almost like irritating, I guess. Go back to like abrasive, and that's the way that is for the first like, kind of few few seconds, and it breaks down into this like kind of weird, clean, and like kind of lazy, lazy sound, like kind of riff change. You know what I mean? Like it stops. Weird, like kind of weird timing. Like it does sound like lazy. Mm-hmm. For a bit. We're, we're, I guess we're, we're, we're just coming up for about 20 seconds here but that wee bit there like it's kind of from nowhere right like the kind of weird like kind of lazy strum it's like three notes lazy weird doesn't really fit in with the rest of the song but obviously it just acts to change the song into like part two so like part two of the song is like that clicking on drums and there's like cymbals and you can hear the the spoken word bit do you want like live freely um, decide for yourself is what the the guy's kind of saying in like spoken word there like it's kind of like clicking 
Um, I just feel like, like bits of this bit here, like in the melodic breakdown, they sound like um, uh, they're kind of, they like just sort of set the context for the rest of the, the song. They kind of like, they're only about like 20 seconds maximum, these songs, but they, they sound, they set the context, they, they make it feel like the song is much, much longer than all the other songs. I think we spoke about this with a few of the songs. Like, they make the song feel like they're actually quite a bit of length. But in actual fact, it's only like 20 seconds of like really we kind of clicky music kind of thing. Aye. It almost kind of makes it feel like it's a proper, big, long song. But that this wee bit here with the splashy cymbals and the... It's only like 20 seconds, absolute max. Mm. It turns out into like a repeated song. And again, there's not really... There's not actually really that many songs that they repeat bits in. I'm at part two. Of the song here, I love the. There's a wee kind of skipping beat the drummer does here, like I know it's twenty seconds, but I think I guess the reason why it seems like it doesn't really last for long, but it doesn't really. The drummer does this like we kind of weird like we skipping beat, and then it just keeps like fucking about. It just keeps everything really urgent, even though it's a slow breakdown. But you know what I mean. <laughs> Four sections that you've four sections. split this. <laughs> two Aye. and a half. There's a two and a half minute song, and Dave's get four, four distinct sections. sections. By the way, so what section are we in? What section are we in there? We're, we're, we're still in part two, and we're not even at 40 seconds yet. We're just about to hit 40 seconds. So Dave's split right, okay. this two and a half minute song into four sections. I just sections. think it is, but it's one of these one songs that, like, Louise Cypher, how hard is it to split, like, the, the like, a uh, poor little uh, boy stuffed in drag? into four sections you can't fucking do it it's like you can't slice it up you almost have to like Aye. but this is one of the rare songs that I actually do think you can go right here's four distinct parts of this song it's mad that, like this you can you can do it with one of these but anyway part three is like 40 seconds into it it immediately jumps for that kind of weird like kind of splashy bit with the spoken word the skipping beat into like a mad overdriven bit Um and like it is kind of the same as before like it's the same kind of bit but it's all of a sudden went really heavy like uh and the it, the drums are kind of pumping and the riffs at this point start pumping and start kind of building up like what the what the song was and i guess you could kind of say like that the the, the part three just kind of repeats over and over and over again until the end like this is the kind of big heavy bit that the band will play until it fades out. Aye. Do you know what I mean? So this is the this is the bit with the basically the guitars are playing this bit and then eventually the, the piano, piano comes, comes in, in yeah. over yeah. it. Yeah. 
Jewish, Jewish, but there's a definite Passover, but there's a definite Passover, it's like pure Jewish festival. There's definitely a Jewish festival right in the middle here. But there's a definite, like, kind of change of it when the piano comes in. And you're like, what the fuck's a piano doing? Like, in this. Because a pure Aye. sad uh, piano tune playing almost the kind of. Just playing the chords. Aye. But, the, but once, the, once all the other music disappears. And it's just the piano. It's a, it's awesome. The piano is ah, it's awesome. Amazing. It's like I, just a few, a few songs, a few bands that have like a pure piano outro, piano hidden track and all that. They're amazing. This is this one of the this is one of the best ones. Um, but anyway, hi. So the, the part part four is just the lovely sad piano. That's awesome though. So it's like a. It wraps up the whole, the whole series of songs, I guess. For Aye, that. it does. It's like a wee, wee lappy on or a wee retrospective. Have a wee, just I have a wee think about, so. just have a wee think about what we've been, what we've been talking about here, what we've been listening to these tunes you've been listening. To. So everyone just sit down. Aye. And just the, cross our legs on the floor here, and we'll just think about what we've just heard. The piano like, it's epic. It's emotional. It's like moving. It's like uh, I do. Th- when you're listening, you're like, it takes you back. That it takes you something there about the something there about the um, the the lyrics in this song. I mean, they're deeply personal. Aye. When you you read them, and there's a a few songs. I mean, definitely the ones you can and you can translate to English. You realise that. It's a pure personal experience for the for the vocalist in terms of what he's sharing. And I mean, I think you just need to fucking bit of gratitude, first of all, for a guy to, to do that, to like Aye. share that with, with people that are listening and respect for like the ability to, and the willingness to kind of put that down on a record because it is really personal, personal stuff. Aye. And also it's just like another another reason to love this genre of music that we're all we're all into that it gives you a, a, I guess a, a, I think I maybe use this word earlier but like a vehicle through which you can convey your emotions to like a collective and, and, and I mean absolute fair play because a lot of that stuff is is tough stuff and I mean um, I really really impressive to do that get those words and emotions out in line with a fantastic band. I think it's quite special, man. Cool. That, that's, well, that's a fucking amazing song, eh? Aye. To wrap up the album, then. Superb. So at the back of the um, the insert from the, the record that Dave's got, it's, it's, it's actually really cool. They've got a bit from each member of the band about like what it meant to be in in the band and like what the DIY community means to them, absolute goldmine and and actually really cool. So there's probably loads of bits you, you could read out that would be interesting. But for me, uh, Sven says, for me, Lewis Cipher was about two things: doing what I loved most, making music, and more importantly, being with the people and in the places that offered me a space that felt safe hidden and protected from a world full of dogfights and spite, full of deceit and lack of solidarity. 
full of pressures and pretense. I mean, it's just fucking a beautiful illustration of what the DIY community can mean to community people. And I mean, I think we're kind of stood here in a room, not actually part of any DIY community now, not putting on shows and not fucking going to shows because there's none on. But I just think, like, respect to all those people who've continued to do that and be part of that community and um, I keep keep going and hopefully I think we've said this before but the, we're in a position now that there's live shows again and they're happening and just encourage everyone to go out and go to one go to a show even if you don't know the band man let's keep let's keep it going let's keep this um, amazing amazing community that we've got um, going as far as much as we alive, can. Alive, keep it alive, man. That's the danger. Isn't it? It's eventually like because it's been so dead for so long that you. I know that Dundee up and make it a take. We put on put on gigs last week. The first one it was a rolling success, and they've got ones coming up. Yeah, my um, Deeker. Doing keeping it alive. Jake Deeker, Jake Deeker, ever listens to a, a podcast? Nah, never. Nice, never. Nah. But like, I if you're in Dundee, get out to all the gigs. Gone. Yes. Right, cool. So that is the that is our take on the Lewis Cipher Punishment Park splits. Boom. So let's let's go and find out what our fucking heroes are of the album. Dave, do you know your fucking hero yet? Oh, You're still deciding. My, sorry, no, no, my fucking hero is one that I'm absolutely set. I'm, I'm certain on it. It was between right. two, basically the two openings. You know how we talked about like how like the second side of a whatever should be a good opening song again. So right. uh, but anyway, the, the my, my favorite song was Revolver, aka Rauch und no Charlotte Rauch. Sorry. <laughs> Uh, Revolver, first song on the Louis, uh, the the Louis Cipher Laquette split. That's my fucking hero. I just I don't even say it anymore. I described it really to the extent of my ability. Say no more. Tremendous. Song. Say no more. Fucking hero. Tam, what do you say? Uh, my fucking hero is the first song on the Shikari side. So loud, Lang Sam, and then whatever the rest of those words are. <laughs> <laughs> in German. In German. Um, yeah, I outstanding. Awesome. Uh, well, my my fucking hero is um, your punk rock or, or friendship, um, because I, the fucking the Santa Claus sample at the start just paints such a fucking amazing atmosphere, and then even even the end of the song as well, where it fades out to the fucking piano song with the with the sing along, it's just amazing. Love it. Just fucking. So good. Is that three separate, three separate heroes? Three separate heroes again, yeah. Three different ones. Yeah, we go. Mine was nearly, Lout and Lang Sam, Lang Lang Sam. That well, that's interesting because you chose first, but you wanted to talk about, it and you didn't choose that one. I know. So that shows you how much you like this, these songs. Tunes. There we go. All round. Cool. Uh, right, okay, so that was a fucking hero. So now it's time 
to slice this shit up. Slice it up, yo. It's time for the yummy G. The yummy gats. Yummy G. We got that ghetto. <laughs> My slice not first. Yummy ghetto! Oh, yeah, it's your pick, Dave, so let's slice. Well, pass, so, you, pass you the knife. Like, slice this motherfucker up. <laughs> right, so this has been Shit. really hard. Um, hard to pick slices for. Um, I cannot, like, so at first I was like, I'm going to give us nine slices because that's fair. I haven't, this is not one of the ones where I've listened to it as much as I have the rest. But actually, having spent like the last like three or four weeks since the last pod listening to them all, the reason I haven't listened too much is because I haven't really, <laughs> because of how they're split, where they are. I'm gonna so so like if I was to group, if I was to slice these on the songs as they are on the two splits separated, I would have given it nine, right? But I'm not. I am rating. These on how we've grouped them tonight, right? As in the punishment park splits back to back. If I have these as a record, if I've got these as an EP, like I have had for the last three weeks, listening back to back, song after songs, yeah. sample into sample, one, two, three, four, all the way through, it's like song number 11. I'm giving this 10. I think this is, I think if this is a, I think if this is an EP, a 10 inch, we would be putting that up where we're like, or at least, sorry, I would be putting that up where we're like, uh, gatefold and set a caterpillar. I think this is a, and, and like, um, life at these speeds. I th- that's how good these songs are. It's how good the com- the composition of the samples are, and I, I cannot and I cannot underestimate how uh, game changing they were in terms of watching the drama. Personally, I think I think that's the most interesting thing. Like for that you've said all the way through this is like the impact it's had on you personally, like as a as a drummer, and you uh, can tell that if you, you can actually tell that like. You drummed a certain way and then got into this band and then you had black, black played channels. in black channels, black channels, which is basically just like a shite, shite Louis Cypher. <laughs> <laughs> shite Louis Cypher Shikari, whatever. But they did, I could not, but I, honestly, I could not, you're right, right? And you might be lost him and go like, they don't sound out like, I'm not in any way as good a drummer as him. But like, I could not have figured out, I had to play drums with like the with Tom and Tom and Gary and I wasn't I don't think I was as good I was nowhere near their level but I felt like because I'd watched how the Louise Cypher drummer had drummed how Jan I was like oh wait that's how you make heavy heavy if you're like I'm not anywhere near as good but if I try and do what he's doing I might just somehow make it work in some way yeah. And I've always felt like watching him was like a, I can, honestly I can rem- I can remember it like vividly. It's one of the few um, moments of watching like bands like that. What I can put myself back in stereo and watch him hitting 
and watch the entire band just absolutely crush it. So I guess there's a wee bit of like, my 10 is a wee bit influenced by my experience of seeing them at shows and just being blown away. And really I wasn't that much of a Louise Cypher fan. I was far more into Rain. But Louise Cypher just changed, I think they just changed everything in terms of musical taste. They opened up stuff for me like in terms of like what I would listen to. The, the performance just, uh, it's just I'll never forget it man I'll never forget watching them at the two shows and how much I was just like I couldn't believe what I was watching man it was so game changing so there's a wee bit of that in my 10 maybe it's a wee bit inflated but honest to god that is the best 10 inch that was never released those nice these songs so 10 I'm giving that a 10 cool no that's fair enough man uh, good on you funny Cool. Um, for me, <laughs> I can't agree with Dave to be honest. Like this, if this was a real album, this would be one of my favourite Screamo albums. And the only reason I'm not giving it a ten is because it isn't a real Screamo album, so I'm giving it a nine. <laughs> but if it was real, it would get a ten. Wow. That's the only reason it's not getting a ten. Does because it doesn't exist. Outstanding. Um, so I might be a bit of a downer. Um, there's lots of parts of this that, like, I love certain songs. There's other bits that I really, really struggle to follow. Like, I just, I don't know if I'm just not clever enough, but I just can't follow large parts of it. And while I really love the bits that I like, I love, but there's large parts of the album I find myself kind of not paying attention. So I would give this six slices. Okay, um, fair enough. Been buzzing to get into it though. Like, and I mean, I guess my overriding thing about this band is the, and partly because it's written down, and partly because I remember it from meeting them it's just like what a great group of human beings you know what I mean like what a great collective of people who are who are writing music and uh, an absolute credit to the to to the music they're they're writing an absolute credit to the DIY community so big up Louis Cypher but apologies for the for the six I just don't think I'm clever enough to follow your (laughs) follow your your music I think you like uh, the 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 point about them being sound absolutely sound as well like sound like the the people that like this the community the good people in the community like just pure churn it all the time you you, you read that thing that in their uh, would you call it their discography and you can understand how they've made so many friends I remember like meeting them and going like, I, I felt I, I felt like we walked away and went are we friends really Cypher Nick. <laughs> we'd met them for like two nights and hang yeah, out like are we friends with them now because like we That's sat right. and spoke to them and, and I think we would have been if it was like for... a few years later where like social media existed but like Aye. it didn't at the yeah. time so like we never really connected with them do you know what I mean Aye. Yeah, there was there's a... bands of old guard that I'm like fucking connected with that like may not benefit Japan Aye. Like, I follow them and they follow me and stuff like that, and it's like. But, like. 
Aye. It's too, that's, that's <laughs> it was too early for it was, it was too early for Lewis Cipher. Aye. Anyway, amazing, amazing band. Right, cool. Anyway, so that's the end of the podcast. So um, all that's left to say is follow us on Spotify, Apple Music, wherever you get podcasts. Yeah. And follow us on Twitter at Scrams Pete. Follow us on Instagram at uh, Scrams at Scrams Jams. And follow us on Facebook at a Scrams Jams a Screamo Podcast. What ones do you not update? So we should. We actually still got it. a Facebook man. Aye. We still what? do have it. Get it to fuck. Aye, well, Facebook's shite. Aye, Facebook's shite. What else is? What else have we got? Well, Twitter. Twitter and Instagram. Keep following them, but like Facebook, you basically get to fuck with Facebook. <laughs> Here you can get Cambridge Analytica. Well, get be, fucking Mark, get them. Uh, Cambridge Analytica Zuckerberg to fuck. Well, I will be mostly on, we're mostly on Instagram, but fucking That's Facebook, own, Facebook on them. So that doesn't matter. Let's not talk anyway, about that. Enough of that shit. What do we want to talk about? I've got something I want to talk about. What are you talking about? Felicita!